Welcome to the Noonday Meditation with Wayne Vernon. Romans chapter 12, 6 and following. We have different gifts according to the grace given us. If a man's gift is prophesying, let him use it in proportion to his faith. The flow of the Apostles' conversation in Romans 12 is interesting. As believers in Jesus Christ, we are instructed by the Apostle to offer ourselves to God as an act of our will. This is a sacrificial act as we surrender our will, our life, everything, our thought, time, talent, treasure, and As we lay them at his disposal, he urges believers so to do. Additionally, he admonishes us to resist the attempt of the world's system to squeeze us into its mold. Rather, he encourages us to be transformed by the adjustment of our minds. And the result is that we will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. Loved ones, sacrificial surrender, accompanied by the twin processes of resistance of the world's standards and submission to the transformation of an adjusted mind, are critical according to Paul. Having a sober judgment of one's self and avoiding pridefulness. Now he says that we ought to think, ought not to think of ourselves more highly than we ought. But then he gets to the point in this passage where he speaks of the human body as being a paradigm for our understanding of the spiritual body of Christ. So he says, so that is in the same way, in correlation to what I have just said. Friends, the unity in diversity which is experienced in the mystic union of Christ is what we're talking about here. Now, here is the amazing thing. The members of the community of the Spirit are given certain capacities, says the Apostle Paul, in order to facilitate body life. So, let's break this down. According to Romans 12.6, we have different gifts according to the grace given us. Different gifts, varying kinds is what the apostle wants us to understand but he says that we have these gifts the word echo have has a theological significance in the text it it has a wide breadth of meanings but it means to have to keep to possess and we want to understand the theological significance here The second word is given. And this is the most common expression we're told by the theological dictionary of the New Testament. It is the most common expression for the procedure whereby a subject deliberately 
transfers something to someone so that it becomes available to the recipient. So here is what God has done. God has given, he has, he has transferred intentionally, deliberately certain graces to us and they become available to us who have received them. Friends, individual Christians have received gifts from God, but the church has also received gifts from God. We have received some personal qualities or spiritual gifts. These are divine influences upon the heart and is reflected in, in our lives as we serve God. The goal of God, says one writer, the goal of God's gracious actions, so strongly emphasized in the New Testament, is both his own glory and that of human beings. God gives us these gifts. And grace, says this writer, is not pointless. The granting of these graces, there is an, a purpose to all of this. For by the grace given me, Paul says, the grace given me. The gift each believer has received, says Robert Mounts, is the result of the gracious outpouring of God's blessings on the church. The various charismata are understood as concrete manifestations of the one grace bestowed upon all. Loved ones, today, let us understand that grace, God's special gift, has been given to us. He has bestowed his gifts upon us for particular purposes. And today, let us not walk around being prideful. Let us understand that God has bestowed his charismata, his special capacities to us. And let us not be prideful about the gifts we have received. But let us also not sink into self-abnegation. We ought not to think of ourselves more than we ought to. But we ought to be careful not to think of ourselves less than we ought to. Because God has bestowed precious gifts precious abilities, precious capacities in us. I pray that today we will appreciate what God has done for us and in us. Should you need further instructions in these matters, please feel free to text the number 647-696-0422. And if you desire to surrender your life to the Lord Jesus Christ, please text the word salvation to this number as well. Someone is standing by to support you right now. If you have not yet secured your copy of my book, Six Practices of Effective Leadership, today is your day to do so. 
You could get your copy on Amazon and the link is conveniently provided for you in the description below. If you're in Ontario, you could pick up your copy at the West Toronto Church of God at 1655 Wilson Avenue in North York. And if you're in Jamaica, you could pick up your copy at the, the Montego Bay, Mandeville, Waltham Park, Sterling Castle, New Testament Churches of God, or at the bookshop of the head office of the New Testament Church of God located in Rodenspen, Old Harbor. We would love to hear from you today how core leadership services may journey with you in your church or local organization to raise up leaders for greater and for future leadership responsibilities. It has been an absolute pleasure journeying with some churches and some corporate organizations over the recent months. And we look forward to hearing from you because we would love to partner with you. So drop us a line today and we'd be delighted to be a partner with you. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Noonday Meditation with Pastor Wayne Vernon. Please forward this study to your friends, relatives, associates, neighbors, and all of those persons who share your social network. If you have a prayer request, please feel free to communicate with us and we will commit to supporting you in prayer. Until we meet again on Monday. Shalom.